before Google, social media, or IMDb, there were guys behind the counter. They were your window to all things movie, what just came out, and what is and what is not worth your time. Stay tuned as we discuss this week's staff pick, VHS finds, and anything else that may pop up. Welcome to Behind the Counter. We are the guys behind the counter. I'm Kev with Pizza Planet Video. Sprinkles here from Collection Therapy. Howdy, buddy. How you doing? Howdy, partner. How are you? <laughs> oh, fantastic. Uh, a little precursor to what we're going to talk about later. But before that, so you did a little hunting this week. You found some interesting I, things. I did. I did a little hunting today. Um, you know, you ever get that that tingling, that tingling of just like, I got to go to this one specific store today, even if you just went there. And uh, do you, you ever get that? It's happened before, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's ha- it happens to me uh, every, I mean, every so often, honestly, it, it's happened quite a bit out here. But I uh, left work. I didn't take my usual route home. I decided, you know, I think I have to stop at the old thrift store up on Lamar. And, uh, and I, I was just there a couple days ago. They didn't have much of anything. But today I went in and I scooped up. The well, for one, I'll mention you know the the plastic outer shells for tapes. Yeah, not yeah. the clamshells, but the plastic sleeve protectors. The, um, yeah, I'm trying to get as many of those as possible, and a bunch of these tapes had them on it, and I was like, okay, how do I get these without buying a bunch of extra tapes? Because the movies were a buck, so <clears throat> I don't I don't just buy throwaway tapes for a dollar. I'll, I'll buy throwaway tapes for like a quarter. Right. But I wanted just the shells. And uh, the guy was nice enough. I went up to him and explained it. And I'm there all the time. But uh, I was like, hey, man, I don't need that many movies today. But how much for the shells? 50 cents a piece. So I'm not going to complain because they were all in good shape. And I need those. So I bought like nine, nine or ten shells alone. But I found The Adventures of Pluto Nash. The uh, 2002 Eddie Murphy movie about uh a guy on on the moon i honestly don't know what it's about (laughs) it looks like the cover looks like a mix between 007 like die another day and uh meteor man so i'm gonna i'm just gonna say it's something like that so there's that and uh looks like randy quaid's in it and rosario dawson and uh Hey, so that's pretty good. But anyway, found that. And I also found two VHSs that I was very surprised to find. You were not too familiar with this when I, when I mentioned it, but uh, any listeners out there might know who Aphex Twin is. Um, Aphex Twin's a musician, artist, uh, guy, electronic music. Uh, I'm not going to describe it anymore because if you know who he is, then you know who he is. If you don't, look it up. But I found two of his tapes. Uh, I found "Come to Come to Daddy" the video, and I found "Window Liquor." Both very, very excited to find for a buck each. Um, so did you didn't know? Expect that. So you followed his music, obviously. Yeah, I've known who he is for a while. Right. I in googled- fact, I, well, in middle school, I actually heard some of his stuff without knowing his name i heard it out of context like in a very creepy way 
And I was always like, wow, what a weird, whatever I heard, that shit was awesome. And then later on, I heard it again, and I realized who it was, and I was like, oh, shit, this is good. And uh, yeah, so I recommend everybody go give it a listen. It's all different. Um, Just listen to a bunch of random shit. It's good. So just so you know, Pluto Nash, this IMDb, in the future, a man struggles to keep his lunar nightclub out of the hands of the mafia. Bullshit, that's, really? That, that's exactly what it is. After his successful nightclub is blown to flaming bits, Pluto and his band travel across the moon looking for clues as to who is behind the arson. Oh, so it's literally about people who live on the moon. I guess so. It sounds fantastic. Because it says the underlying capital man on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> so he is the man on the moon. Oh my god, that just sounds magical. Wow. Well, excited to watch that. You sh- yeah, I found those. And then the other thing I found, which I got these from my girlfriend, because she liked this show, and I also thought it's a very it's a fun thing to have on the shelf. I found all four seasons of The Simple Life on DVD. For a buck each, and now I'm not going to pass that up. Also, this place has a deal. The more you buy, the more you save. So I actually didn't pay a dollar each for everything. But uh, but yeah, all four seasons of The Simple Life. Brutal. Which, for a collector, to find all four of something... is fun. ...just with each other, all in good shape, all the same size packaging, none of that weird, you know, one's a box set, one has like a thin disc DVD, one, you know, none of that. I hate that. Yeah. I'm also a packaging snob. I don't know about you. Yeah, I like it. So you talked about having that tingle and then finding it, you know. So there was one time I went hunting and I was like, you know what? I was at a couple of thrift stores, didn't find shit. I was like, you know, what? I'm going to drive to this one that's kind of way out of my way. And I don't rarely go. I don't I rarely go to it. And mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm just going to go today. And I went and I found um, Friday the 13th, one, two. One, two, three, and four. Wow. That's it. That's the tingle. All right next to each other. I was just like, yoink. Those are mine now. Oh, I, I remember that. You posted about that, right? Yeah. I was super, yeah. super stoked. So, yeah, dude. That's a good no, one. No, I understand the – even if I don't want to – if I'm like, oh, it's got all – all of them are right here. Oh, yeah. God. I, I'm going to buy them. It's redonkulous. But I didn't do much hunting this week. Uh, I did find – Darkman, the original, because I have Darkman 2, which I bought a long Very time nice. ago because I thought it was the original Darkman, and I didn't really read it too thoroughly. I just saw the spine, and it said Darkman. I was like, yoink. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so now I have Darkman. You told me that there's a Darkman 3 now mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the underline that says, die, Darkman, die. Yep. So the movie's called Darkman 3, die, Darkman, die. So I have to find that movie now. Damn it. I thought I was good. I was mm-hmm. like, Darkman 1 and 2. Done. Never. I think the first one I found was 3. And I was like, what the fuck are these movies? And <laughs> I still haven't watched them. But I do want to give them a shot soon. I remember seeing Darkman 1 in theaters. I think it's just Darkman. Darkman. Right? No? Yeah, it's just Darkman. <laughs> Darkman. Darkman. Um, uh. <laughs> I, remember it being, I remember it being good. 
I feel like there was toys too at one point. There was dark. I'm sure there was toys. Everything had toys. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, uh, I found a random, I collect Stephen King books. Right. right. So I found a Stephen King book I wanted for a dollar. Do you stick with just hardcovers or? I generally try to stick with hardcovers, but, uh, and I try. You won't pass. You won't throw a paperback out of out of bed. Yeah, I won't. But like, if I so like, um, so like, uh, Dark Towers series. I bought mm-hmm. I bought the first one on paperback, so now I have to buy all of them paperback. Ah, uh, so it's the same way with books. Yeah, I can't have uh, one paperback, one one hardback. Like, what? No, I couldn't do that. Remember the old DVD, the old cardboard. Yeah. Flip can't, cases. Can't do it. If it's a set, it has to be all either all cardboard or it has to be all plastic. It can't be intertwined. You know what I've been looking for? They <clears throat> they released a full set, and I remember because they were in those cardboard slips. But they released a full set of Nightmare on Elm Street, and it even included the full series, like the TV show. It had everything in it, and it was like the the picture of him that goes across all the spines. Oh but, yeah, uh, I've always been looking for that. It's like in it. I don't even think it goes for that much, honestly. I think it's like 20 bucks. But um, as far as DVD things, that's one of the cooler things that I, I never I never picked up. I, I, I don't have any of... So I have... I don't have any of the Nightmare on Elm Street anything. Really? You don't own any of the, the movies? I don't own any of them. I haven't found any of them. Cool. I'll keep an eye out if, if I find extras or if there's any in particular number you're looking for first. I got a tape swap coming up. Uh, at the end of the month, so I can uh, I can fish them out for you. There's usually a few. I, I mean, just I'd love to have number one. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. One and three are my favorites. I would I would really I don't I. I've got one through four of uh, Friday the Thirteenth, and then I've got like three, and like whatever Halloween's. I don't. Do, I, I think the I Halloween's. The I think are the only one of the only horror series that that I'm still lacking. I need I need I think five and six, I wanna say. But I did luck out. I found all the Nightmare on Elm Streets. I found all the Friday thirteenths. Uh oh I d I still don't have child's play fucking one or or three. Yeah, I have none of them. Man, I want child's play three because I again I mean we talked all about it but I want to watch that one again. That's one that I haven't seen in a while. I want Puppet Masters. Oh, yeah. That, I got like three and five. And I'm like, those are not the numbers I want. No. <laughs> of all of the series, I don't just want like the third and the fifth ones. I would love the first one of that for sure. Yeah. I've never seen really any of those. I've seen Blood Dolls. I have that. That was a weird-ass movie. I remember seeing... I remember seeing Puppet Master on like, um, I think it was like USA Up All Night or like mm-hmm. one of those back in the day where they would show horror movies after like a certain hour. Yeah. And uh, it was awesome. Yeah. I mean, I've, of all the horror movies, I feel like Puppet Master was the one I got addicted to because it's not like super, super scary, but it's kind of super awesome. Yeah. Because like Child's Play, it's just, it's just weird. Because it's like, horrifying. It's, eh, yeah, but in the grand scheme of things, it is you still kick them across the room and, and you're like, okay, that was funny. Uh, they do light them on fire. Yeah. He just spooks. He just, you know, sneaks up on you and, and spooks you. Uh, but 
<laughs> I don't even know where I was going with that. Um, just one of our random off-topic things that we go to. Call them's a tangent. We call them's a tangent. We should do. We should do the the uh, puppet master movies around uh, the Halloween time. Oh, I'm totally in. We should fly through some of those. I'm sure we could get like a DVD set for cheap, even if we can't. I mean, I'm sure we're not going to find like nine VHSs <laughs> in the next few months, but no way. Uh, but yeah, those are ones I've never actually seen a full one, so I could binge. I could binge however many of those there are. I think there's like for seven sure. for sure. Um, have you been watching anything? Seen anything fun lately? Have I ever? Uh, still kicking through King of the Hill like crazy. Been watching a lot of that, and uh, oh shit, you know there was something I was going to write down. I totally forgot. Uh, I forgot what I watched. I've been watching several movies. I rewatched Biodome. Oh, That's always a good time. Making a filter. Uh, making... <laughs> what did What did you have? Keep on cruising. <laughs> Is that bark with soybean protein? <laughs> uh, so good. It's a... and, and uh... that goes on your Poly Shore section inside of comedy, all oh. under. Uh, all under shore all uh, under s uh, all, all for s. sure <laughs> uh, oh so good yeah i don't i don't know what else i i watched uh boy you know life can just blank out i've been putting in some extra hours at work oddly enough and going to sleep real early i gotcha it's another thing i do I've been doing, I've been watching, I watched today, uh, Jonah Hill's movie, Mid 90s. Yes, I saw that a couple of weeks ago. So, what did you think? I liked it. Like, like we talked about before, like it really had this, like, kids or like gummo kind of vibe to it. Like, mm-hmm. it was just basically kids skating and having sex and doing drugs and drinking and just making horrible decisions in the 90s. Yeah. I think the only so. thing I would have changed was uh, probably the ending, which I feel like it, it probably had an alternate ending that wasn't as happy. Not yeah, that I wish sure. any ill on anybody, but I just don't think that real life would have an ending like that. Uh, I think it would have an ending uh, like about five minutes before the actual ending. Honestly, it could have cut away I'm not going to give any spoilers, but it could have cut away at the end there without that last little scene, and I would have been happy with credits rolling, with just, you don't know what happens after that. Right. That would have been an intense way to end the movie, and I don't know if you watch Florida Project. I have not. Okay, but I love, it's kind of like Lady Bird as well, which all very, very different movies, but the same kind of they're, they're mundane stories about real things and how important those stories actually are to be told and how they don't just end great. Like right. they can end however. They can just end and you don't even realize and all of a sudden the credits roll and you're like, oh yeah, that was just for an hour and a half. I really like movies like that. So I, I saw that in mid-90s. Um, there was just a few things that I thought were a little overdone, but... Music though was awesome. Oh yeah, the music in that—I forget who did it. I actually looked it up when I was watching it, but the music in mid '90s—it's some DJ. I forget his name. Very, very good. Very, 
and I have shitty, I don't even have speakers on my TV. It's just whatever the TV sounds like. I don't have any surround sound and it still sounded great. Nice. No, I really enjoyed it. Um, other than that, I've been watching uh, kids' movies like uh, a, a cartoon called Smallfoot. Have you heard of this before? No. Is it about a dinosaur or a Bigfoot? It's about a Bigfoot. That okay. It's about a bunch of yetis that kind of live in this bubble of protection that's created by the, the, the stone keeper, which is like the village elder. Okay. And one of them is banished, and he finds a small foot, which is a human. Okay. It's great. My kid loves it, so I've been watching it quite a bit. And it's actually a, a really good movie. Nice. And I just, I just love cartoons. So it's yeah. the same people who did um, – oh, shit. What movie was it? Uh, that gnome one you watched? <laughs> Sherlock Gnome? No. <laughs> no. Uh, that, you're talking about Gnome Alone. Gnome um, Alone. That was the one. Uh what was who uh, it'll come to me later. Okay. Uh, but I did that guy. And then, yeah, other than that, not much. I do want to go see, I want to go see the new, uh, Godzilla. I've heard more positive things than I thought I would. I'm kind of actually into it. It looks really good. I just want to rewatch. Well, not rewatch. I want to watch for the first time. The other movies in got so I want to watch Godzilla and Skull Island, and uh, you know, get ready for this one. So is King Kong and the Skull Island? Is that wrapped into this movie? Yeah, well, it's not wrapped into the, the this movie, but the next year for 2020, we're getting Godzilla versus Kong, which is the King Kong from Skull Island. And the Godzilla from the new movies. It's it's their universe. I'm sure they're all going to phase them out because it's not really catching on for anyone other than Marvel. But uh, they're trying to do this big universe thing with King Kong and Godzilla. Gotcha. Although with the whole like throwing in all the monsters right away for the sequel to Godzilla, I, mean, I feel like they should just they should hold a little a few cards to their chests, you know. They're really throwing everything into the next one. Better be after after King Kong versus Godzilla. I want to see like I don't even know what their plan is, but I want to see like Mecha Godzilla or something. That would be tight. Or like Mothra. Spate. Mothra's in the in the current one that just came out. Oh, it's got Mothra and Ghidorah and yada yada yada. I'm gonna say something wrong. I don't know, Good, but it's, it's got Good, Ghidorah's the turtle, right? No, the three headed dragon oh, thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, the yellow. The yellow bastard. All these kaiju movies. Yeah. Which, to my knowledge, uh, Jesse, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I believe kaiju mean does it, does it mean monster? Or does it mean a guy in a suit? I thought it was always like the guys in the big rubber suits were kaijus, but maybe just large monster is kaiju. I should have looked this up. I thought it was just a Japanese term for monster. It might kaiju. be, yeah, it might be because I, I totally thought it was. It was because just... they talk about you know because in Pacific Rim it, they're all kaiju's, right? Oh, yep. Okay, I, that's another you... one. I've never seen it. No, I, I, I like them. I think they're great. I want to watch I just, them. Like I, I like Gundam. I like 
kaiju. I like Godzilla. Like I like, I like. I enjoy big monsters destroying shit. Like because it's so unrealistic, you can just like totally zone out and enjoy it, and not actually go. This could actually fucking happen, and then start thinking. You know? Yeah. I mean, I hope that a giant lizard and gorilla don't attack the city. <laughs> did you ever? Did you ever see Rampage? <laughs> no, I did not. I did not either. Um, probably won't. Yeah, I don't. I love The Rock. I think he's a great person. He, I mean, again, he's just like, look, I, I watched an interview. He's just like, he's kind of like, uh, what's his name? Not he, Who did Snakes on a Plane? Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Someone gave him shit. He was like, you do horrible movies. He's like, I ain't trying to win no Oscars. I get paid for every movie I do. It's That's like, true. This Speaking is of Samuel L. Jackson, um, just making Shaft again. Do you see that? No. So, yeah, it, uh, the craziest thing is it comes out next week in theaters. Uh, you remember when Samuel L. Jackson did Shaft in, I believe it was 2000, 2001 maybe? Yeah. Well, this year he's just doing Shaft again, not Shaft 2. They're just, just relaunching. They're just making Shaft with him again. Okie dokie. Have you ever heard of a reboot that literally stars the same person playing the same character? What's the point? <laughs> just the call point. it Shaft 2 or just give it a different subtitle or like Shaft's back or anything. <laughs> Shaft die, Shaft die. Yeah. Like how many original Shaft movies were there? There are plenty. Why don't you just, you just call Don't it another one? Yeah, I have no idea. Like for real? Are you really going to? Anyway, that's my, that's my two cents on that. Update though, Kaiju is a genre. A Japanese film genre that features giant monsters usually attacking major cities that's what i'm getting from wikipedia uh kaiju is a japanese word meaning strange creature also that's what i'm getting so kaiju basically means strange creature and movie about a giant monster so you put this together kaiju now means giant monster either way i love kaiju movies yes me too also kaiju big battle shout out to any 18 of you out there that know what kaiju big battle is but it's pretty rad i have no idea what you're talking about it's basically a like a like pro wrestling but everybody it has like their own kaiju costumes and you, you can be whatever you want, like big mascot costumes and they fight in the ring yeah, you can look that up after you put that in the show notes and shows down there kaiju big battle it's pretty rad it's still going too i remember it from Early high school days. Done. Show notes. Done. Donezo. I like also how we just like we have a we have a pro, a producer, a fact checker. We do. Who's yeah. not who's not actually said that he's willing to take this job. We just have given him this job, and assume he's doing it. And he does it well. He does. He so does. Um, if you would <laughs> like to be the producer, you can hit our Patreon at. It's not. It, we don't have a Patreon. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Yeah, we're not going to ask for money. We just ask for tapes. There should be a Patreon for tapes. Send me tapes and I'll keep making podcasts. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Oh, my God. Uh, for every five tapes, you get another 20-minute podcast. Bam. <laughs> Bam. Well, uh, speaking of people hitting us up, this week's movie, we were asked to review. So someone hit us up in the DM and said, hey, I just watched this movie and... I would love for you guys to watch it and review it. So that's what we did. 
And this movie is brought to you by PGH Retro. Uh, so I was like, yeah, we're totally doing this. This week we watched the 1991 movie City Slickers. When you say to yourself, this is the best I'm ever going to look, the best I'm ever going to feel, the best I'm ever going to do, and it ain't that great. Happy birthday. For Mitch Robbins, turning 39 wasn't the end of the world. It just felt like it. I'm losing hair where I want hair, and I'm getting hair where they shouldn't be here. I found four big fat ones on my back. I'm starting to look like the fly. He couldn't put his finger on what was missing. Show him the brochure. It's fantastic. But his friends could. Two weeks, the three of us. Driving cattle. What, like in a truck? No, it's a real old-fashioned cattle drive. Go away with Ed. Take Phil. Go and find your smile. Welcome to the Stone Range. Believe it or not, that work you saw a while ago, y'all are going to be doing that the next two weeks. My answer is just watching this. What do you think? I think you look like one of the village people. I'll pay for that shirt, too. That is the toughest man I've ever seen in my life. Did you see how leathery he was? He was like a saddlebag with eyes. Hi, Curly. Know anyone today? They ain't over yet. Uh, I'm losing you. We're, yeah. we're going behind a butte. And Arnold... I got a special treat. We're going to make fresh coffee. Wow, something's spooking the cattle. City folk. The scouts having a baby. Reach in and pull out the cow. You know, this was not in the brochure. This summer... Stern. I lost my wife. I lost my job. And I've got some sort of rash for making in the bushes. And Bruno Kirby. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. Oh God! Hit the trail. Oh, super glasses. No. What? This. Your finger? Just one thing. What's the one thing? That's what you gotta figure out. Let's just leave the herd. Get the hell out of here, huh? A cowboy doesn't leave his herd. Sometimes you have to get your feet wet God, I don't like this. to sit a little taller in the saddle. I'm 39. I'm saying blue cow in the river. Do you believe this? Ha, ha, ha. Came out of here, city slickers. You're going to go home, cowboys. City slickers. I'm on vacation. So... This was not a first-time watch for me. This was a first-time watch for you, right? Yes. I never would have watched this movie. Um, I've always known it existed, but it just I figured... I, I thought it was more of a Western than it was going to be, uh, based on the artwork and, you know... Well, that's pretty much it. That's how I based my, <laughs> my ideas. But, um, yeah, I never watched it growing up. I never... My family didn't watch it. It was never on. I just knew it existed forever. Gotcha. For all those that don't know what City Slickers is, City Slickers is a movie about Mitch in a middle-aged, as a middle-aged big city radio ad salesman. He and his friends, Ed and Phil, are having midlife crisis. They decide the best birthday gift to go on a two-week holiday in the Wild West driving cattle from New Mexico to Colorado. There they meet a cowboy, Curly, who not only teaches them how to become real cowboys, but also one or two other things about life in the open air of the West. 
I think that's a pretty accurate representation of this movie. Yeah. Um, Some dudes of, are going yeah. through going through a midlife crisis, and one friend always talks them into going on just absurd adventures. Yeah, this adventure I can't say I would if, like if 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 a good buddy of mine hit me up and said we were doing this. Yeah, I'm not going. I wouldn't want to do this. <clears throat> Nothing against like horses, but this is literally work. They're working. They're hurting oh, yeah. these horses. It's or they're hurting cattle. They're not just like riding horses for two weeks. Which riding horses for two weeks alone? You serious? That's, that's a lot of hurt. That's a lot of swollen uh, butt cheeks and groin there. But I've this driven movie's... from New Mexico to Colorado, and that's a pain in the ass. And that was <laughs> uh, 70, 80 miles an hour. <laughs> Ca- horses don't go that fast horses don't this, go that fast and they're not air conditioned this movie stars stars billy crystal daniel stern uh bruno kirby jack pa- uh palance is it palance i don't know patricia I, patricia I just... patricia what like it's just so many people but this is this the, the movie really stars billy crystal yeah and daniel stern is kind of like second second daniel, fiddle daniel stern and uh Bruno Kirby. I didn't know Daniel Stern was in this, and he's great in absolutely everything he was in, and we deserved more movies with him, but I understand that Dilbert paid a lot of checks, and he was probably all all set for for years, but I just what wish is, Daniel Dilbert Stern was the, in more movies. Dilbert the comic? Dilbert the cartoon. So yeah, based on the comic, yeah. He How does... Da- uh... Daniel Stern plays Dilbert in the cartoon. Shut the front door. Yeah. Oh, dude. Every time I close my eyes when I'm watching a movie with Daniel Stern, it just sounds like like all I can picture is Dilbert. <laughs> well, that's funny you said that because this whole movie, every time Billy Crystal talked, I basically just heard Mike Wazowski from Monsters, Inc. Very much so. And I totally forgot that that was Billy Crystal until I heard him talk in this. And I was like, oh, shit. Because at first I was like, is that Timon? And I'm like, wait, no, that's not Timon. Because um, I remember who that was. But I knew the voice was familiar. And yeah, it was Mike Wazowski. But I had, so this movie, to, like, it came out in 91, so I was nine years old. I didn't see it in theaters. But my dad, this is, this is very much dad humor in this movie, right? Very much. This movie is for dads, by so, dads, starring dads. My dad loved this film. I actually, I mean, I did too. I I still enjoy this movie. I own City Slickers 1 and 2, the box set on VHS. Mm -hmm. Um, I've seen it dozens of times, but like, I just remember all like, like in the movie, they, they, they do the rawhide music, but he changes, you know, rolling, 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 man, my ass is swollen, (laughs) rawhide. Like that, my dad loved that. Yeah. He, he, my dad would do hello. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like i just remember vividly my dad just like giggling at all these like absurd dad jeff moments that's right funny hey western comedies were huge back then too yeah they're great um, this this movie was also directed by ron underwood who directed trimmers which is one of my favorite movies of all time and i didn't know that i didn't uh, know he directed both of these i love tr- all the trimmers one through 37 there's so many of them through there's i believe i believe we're at six and a tv show Oh my god! I just have one through four. Right, that's all that came out on tape. But so, I mean, this movie I think is well done. I think it kind of holds true to now. Like it, it, it aged okay. Oh, it, it did age well. Yeah, because uh, 
I was able to apply it to my own life as far as him and even his job, you just swap out like the terms, like he's not selling commercial radio space just say he's selling internet ads and bam, same thing. Right. Um, definitely still, if anything, he's too old for his job. If it was current day for sure. Uh, because I don't think anyone, and people are going through like a quarter life crisis, pushing that kind of money now. Um, this, but this movie it opens on. Oh wait, three quick! Friends. Hold up, quick side note, quick side note. I forgot to put this in my notes just because I had to talk about it. I've never seen this before, but I watched a trailer before this movie. Right, stay with me. The trailer was for a movie called Deep Cover. Came out in I don't know 1990, whatever, and uh, it stars Lawrence Fishburne, but. They call Lawrence Fishburne Larry Fishburne. I'm unfamiliar with this. Have you ever seen him called that? I have a movie uh, called Cadence with him, mm-hmm. and, and he's and he's called Larry Fishburne. Um, and it's written on the front too. Yeah, dude, I couldn't believe it. I had to. I had to stop. I was like, when did he stop going by Larry? Who told him that's a dumb idea and he should go by Lawrence because he looks like a Lawrence. Anyway, sorry, that's my rant, but I didn't know that he used to go by Larry. So if anyone knows the turning point to where they started writing Lawrence, um, let me know. All I know is I just looked this up, deep cover. I want this. I want it bad. It looks It looks amazing. pretty good, right? Yeah. It, it does. <laughs> that oh was the God. only trailer. The only trailer on this tape, aside from a bunch of City Slickers trailers. My tape was a former rental, so, and it knew it was a rental copy because all it wanted me to do was buy a copy of City Slickers. <laughs> it wanted me to buy multiple copies. You know when you see the commercial that say, if you buy three, you get a free one? I'm like, who the fuck's buying three copies of City Slickers so they can get a fourth one? How many people <laughs> do they have to buy this for? Like, what Do you think like a group of friends is like, dude, you want to go in on this <laughs> so we can all get one? <laughs> dude, the the first tape is only seventy five dollars. Yeah, dude, like, we we split that. We're totally done. We're good. Uh, man. But anyway, that was that. I I forgot that all played before the movie started, so I wanted to get into that right right from uh, the get go. But yeah, so back to the back to the film. Anybody got a copy of Deep Cover out there that they want to get rid of? <laughs> hit a brother up. That movie looks ridiculously awesome. Deep Cover. Deep Cover. But City Slickers basically opens up with three friends. Running with the bulls in Pamplona, like just running with the bulls. Not what I expected it to no. start with, but basically it sets the tone, right? Yeah. Three middle-aged men doing stupid shit to prove that they're still alive, right? And yeah. then very Billy goofy, Cr- very funny. Like right off the bat, I was laughing. Their woes when they when they would all go whoa at the same time, or oh shit, yeah. I thought all three of their voices really work well together, and like they they had good timing together. Uh, you could tell this was a good friend movie, for sure. This is like Grown Ups, like the new, the new movies. Yeah, yeah. Now the opening of this movie before it gets to the cattle drive scenes is quite tedious. Yeah, it's like a half hour. <laughs> and it's really just setting the backstory of like how so Billy Crystal's character's name is Mitch Robbins. He's an ad. He sells ad for the radio. His kids are embarrassed of him. They don't want to stay around. He's turning 39 like he's almost 40. He hates his life. He's lost his smile, mm-hmm. you know, and his friends come to his rescue. They're like, 
we got you. Let's do this trip. And he's just like, no. And while he's they're at his birthday party at his house, Daniel Stern's character, who is named Phil, he is in a loveless marriage. He hates his wife. <laughs> She's just a, a monster of a person. He actually fakes sleeping a lot to, so he doesn't have to talk to her. And he says the one of the best lines I've ever heard. Um, which I wish I could use this on someone, but it's just not even, it's not even true. I've never felt this way. <laughs> if hate were people, I'd be China. That's fucking hate. So that basically came about because he was sleeping. He runs a supermarket that is owned by his wife's father. He runs, owns a chain of supermarkets. Yeah. Phil hates his life. So he was sleeping with the checkout lady who is 20, who showed up at the party who used an on-sale birth control, I mean, a pregnancy test, and she figured out she was pregnant. Yeah. So then Phil's wife loses her shit. And at the same time, uh, Bruno Kirby's character, whose name is Ed, was just like, all right, we got to do this cattle drive because he's the one that is trying to prove that he's a man. So he's doing all this, like, jumping out of planes and running with bulls and scuba diving and And just hooking up with ladies. Like... The be- one of Billy Crystal's lines was, have you noticed that every one of your girlfriends gets younger and younger? He goes, eventually you're just going to sleep with sperm. <laughs> Billy Crystal is hilarious in this movie. Like, I just like his, his, just his comedy style. The way he delivers is my humor. quick and witty and one-liners. That's, that's... that's, and it's all situational comedy. I make jokes about the shit that's happening right in front of me. Right. They're and called I... dad jokes. <laughs> I have so That's many of those. That's why things. you wound up with a kid. It's predestined. It's predestined. I, I tell a lot of dad jokes too. Believe me, I'm just waiting for it to happen. There I've been telling dad jokes since I was like 14 years old, and I'm like, wait a minute, this is all. I feel like mowing the lawn. This is all. A... This can't be a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it's the next step, my friend. Yeah, I can't wait to mow the lawn. Oh, buddy. So <laughs> these guys are all having just. They're just struggling to figure out what is going on. And they've been friends since childhood. So they go to this dude ranch and they're like, let's move cattle. And the, the whole, just the rest of the movie is amazing. But that whole scene when they get there and they're buying stuff and they're just trying really hard to be cowboys is hilarious. Yeah. They're getting, they're getting very excited to be cowboys. Um, Let's see. I, I, so we meet like the other people they're going to go with. Yep. Because <clears throat> it's kind of like a group activity. And uh, we get the Ben and Jerry's uh, parody. Yeah. The Shalowitz. What's their name? Like Irwin it's and... Barry and Ira Shalowitz. Wow. They really came up with names that no one else would have. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, they're basically they're ice cream makers. They're they're it's Ben and Jerry. That's what they are, and right. like they have a funny dynamic, and they they talk about ice cream and sweets, and they act very excited about everything. And they're pretty they're pretty funny throughout the movie. Um, and then a few other characters who are totally throwaway, and then a girl who did not need to be in the movie. It like you think that she's going to be a big part, like in Tremors, but then there's no scenes with her. And then she's like there at the end. There's like one scene where she's like taking a poop on the mountain when the cows stampede, but she has her headphones on. Yeah. And she's kind of flirting with everybody. Yeah. But she, she, you don't like, you don't care about her at all. She doesn't No, She's the throwaway character. She just she doesn't she, add anything. Right. Which, yeah, it was weird. Cause I was like, who's she supposed to get with? Cause all these guys are technically taken. 
sort of. And then you meet the way Curly comes into play is the best. So the two cowboys that are going to be accompanying Curly, who's the boss, mm-hmm. get a little handsy with because with the 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 female. They get a little too. Oh yeah, the cowboys. And, yeah, like little, straight up harassing the, the girl. Yeah, right. And he shows up like a badass. He ropes a guy around the neck, tells him to say he's sorry. The guy's like, "I'm not doing it." So he throws a knife between his legs, nearly slicing his wiener off. Always works. I would do whatever anyone told me. Yeah, that would that would work for me for sure. And like Billy Crystal's character was just like, "That is the most." What did, what did he say? That is the most badass or manly man I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> and it just sets the tone of like his kind of infatuation with Curly. Yeah. And, and Curly I, like is intimidating. Everybody's kind of scared by him. They just freeze up and they just watch what he does. Morning Curly. Killed anyone today? Days. <laughs> no. Not to days still young. Like all that shit is fucking hilarious. Yeah. But I mean we're not. I'm not going to sit here and just like tell you everything about the movie. The movie is great. I feel like people should go and watch it. Yes. So, where where were your issues? And there's. Um. Let's see. Well. Okay. So we were almost there as far as the, uh, like a few things happen. A few a few funny things happen. Like you know he he wants to make coffee. He uses the coffee grinder. All the cows run away. Uh, funny things like that. Um, and then. The the Mitch and Curly they go off together. Uh, and you think it's going to be like punishment and they wind up having a nice bonding time and uh, become well acquainted and they, it seems all happy. And then the movie just, then something happens that I didn't expect. Um, so there's a, a cow gets born like from another cow, like <laughs> a real one. Like sure. this isn't, this isn't movie magic. This is like, they got a cow that was about to have a baby and filmed it until it had the baby and quickly recorded Billy Crystal pulling a cow out of a cow. And at no point does it, and I know, yes, this is all, this is natural. You can probably watch it on Discovery Channel if you looked up farming, etc. I've seen, you know, jackass. I've seen animal parts i get it but to just show out of nowhere out of nowhere a full birth liquids everything they don't cut away they don't do anything you just see this cow just right out and billy crystal is just covered mitch sorry mitch is just covered in just fluid so right away i was like Okay, something happened in the writing room where they decided that would be in the movie. Uh, but you loved it. Oh, I like... I, I There was parts, like, where he pulls his hand out and he shakes it and amniotic fluid's flying off. He's like, this was not the brochure. That's a dad, that dad joke got me. Or when he's like, he goes, uh-oh, and Curly goes, what? He goes, my watch fell off. He's like, get the calf. He goes, but it was a gift from my wife. Like, that, that shit's funny. And then the best part of the movie is Norman, the baby cow. Yeah. Yeah. All fine and well. Um, But we really saw a birth happen. It's kind of like when you're watching a documentary about childbirth and you're like, oh, it's on TV. 
they're not going to show too much, but then they just do. And you're like, Oh no, I didn't, I didn't say, I didn't think that this was what I was going to watch right now. Maybe I was eating, you know, what if I was like halfway through a can of Campbell's chunky? I don't want to watch that. You got to <laughs> give me a warning. I didn't even know that one of the cows was pregnant. I don't know if I missed that or not, but I didn't know that that was going to happen in the movie. So anyway, now we have Norman. It's a fucking baby cow with them, which is cool and everything, but they get a little too attached to it, if you ask me. But anyway, first off, then we get some more bond. Norman, Norman is adorable. Norman is cute once it's not covered in the fluids that we just watched it, <laughs> that it had been soaking in for months. Nine, God. Yeah, many months. Oh, it was weird. It was a weird scene to have in the movie. So, and uh, That was a whole bonding moment. And in this whole scene where Curly and Mitch are together, you know, Curly's giving Mitch shit. He's like, how old are you? And Mitch is like, I'm 49. He's like, it's just like all of you. You guys come up here with 50 years of knots that you've tied, and you try to figure them all out in two weeks. He's like, it's mm-hmm. just not going to happen. And then Curly unlies, like, I used to have a lady, yada, yada. But life, it boils down to the one thing. And Mitch is like, what's the one thing? He's like, that's for you to decide. But it boils down to one thing, and that's your true happiness. So that's, mm-hmm. that's how we had to get there, right? We had to get there through a cow birth. We had to, yes. we had to shoot a cow. Well, well, all right. We still didn't need the cow birth. Or at least the camera could have, you know, I don't know, close up on the cow's face or uh, Mitch's face or the sky just not or cow, a fucking piece years. of a turd on the ground. I don't care. Just not just an opening just a just a wide opening and a cow coming out of a cow didn't need to see it didn't need to see it today didn't need to see it yesterday <laughs> well i didn't see it yesterday i watched it today and that's still fresh in my mind so you're scarred is what you're saying no it's just still fresh in my mind if it's still fresh in my mind tomorrow i'll be upset about it <laughs> but uh yeah and then we and then just curly dies and like so at this point i i think the the movie kind of it trails off for like a good, a good 15, 20 minutes where it's just them like chat. It's just like one off jokes and like them kind of chatting and just kind of going around. I don't even really know what happens in this time until we get to, because like the, Oh, right. They, the cowboys, the bad cowboys, they wind up just ditching them. Well, cookie, the, the camp cook gets drunk and drives, uh, yeah, he the, drives the, the, chuck the, wagon, the food. The chuck wagon <laughs> off a cliff, killing two mules. So yeah, wow. They bury the mules. Well, that was a great line too. Is you know, Mitch is like, well, can we just re- let's just let's just focus on how many things we've buried. And then Bonnie, the girl, was like, I don't know why we buried these horses. And he was like, Well, we didn't really bury the impact. Buried them. We just put dirt on top of them. Yeah, and it's it's very it gets morbid real quick for for that. Which you're like, wow. And uh, and then, long story short, they wind up alone. Like they're they don't have a guide anymore. They they the the cowboys got drunk and were assholes, so they left. And, and Phil then... got really aggressive, held a gun, and he had like a little bit of a breaking point, right? Like he he yeah. he hit a low pot. He was like, "I'm alone. I have no wife. I have no job. I don't have my kids." Like, and I was into that. I liked that little breakdown scene he right. had. And it was them, you know, talking about where they are and they, how they're going to fix themselves. And then in my notes here, I wrote uh, Mitch and the gang split up uh, because Daniel Stern and uh, the other dude, I forget their names, 
but they decide to they're going to herd the cattle the rest of the way when everyone else is just going to ditch the cattle. Right. And then right away I have nope, never mind, they're back together. So Right. You, that was a quick. He knew Billy Crystal he didn't want to do it. He thought it wasn't because he uses he he's too logical, right? He's yeah. always the glass half empty guy. And then mm-hmm. he decided he was going to stay with his friends. He comes over a hill and cuz the the Phil and Ed were having a hard time. And, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you know, he talks to Norman and he was like, sorry, I'm late. Traffic was a bear. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just, when every time he talks to the cow, I giggled. I thought it was awesome. <laughs> you know? Uh, and then they had some nice VCR chat too, which I liked. Which was hot. He was talking about, talking about setting the, uh, the programming and how to get it to record a channel that you're not watching. And it doesn't need to He's always like, you don't be need- on channel three. <laughs> He's like, you don't even need a TV to record. And he was like, how can I watch it without TV? And he's like, well, you need a TV to watch it. <laughs> and then he's like, it's been four hours. The cows know how to do it now. And then he's like, can we talk about programming the time? And that you're just like, oh, the clock, the VCR it's clock. so funny. Um, and then all of a sudden we start watching River Wild again. And yep. they wind up in fucking rapids. And I was like, whoa, where did this come? It's kind of like the end of Speed, where all of a sudden they're on a train. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up. I didn't even notice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like that part when they're all going down the mud embankment. And Ed's in the front going, I started this thing. I'll finish. And he's just like, shit, I'm going to die. I'm going to yeah. die. <laughs> and shout out to the cows who made it through, too. They, that was pretty badass. Yeah, they did a good job. Those cows were yeah, good Yeah, just actors. to turn in, just a spoiler alert, turn into fucking meat. They're just killing those cows once they get back anyway. I would yeah. be pissed. So it, I wasn't necessarily like, oh, sad, because whatever. I figured the cows eventually, you know, they were being used for milk or they, they were something. They were somebody's cows. They're not just cows. Um, and I'm not like, you know, I, I get it cows get eaten but if i showed up and they were like oh you just went through all that shit for those cows thanks i'd be like well then you're giving me at least some free meat or money because that was a lot of work and you're just gonna cut these things up that's really where my mind was i was like damn he's screwing them like they could have just left those things out there well he gave all the money back because he thought they were dead for sure damn right he gave all their money he better have done that but he also should have been like Hey, let me toss you some bucks for literally saving me probably what, a hundred thousand dollars worth of meat? For sure. Like that he saved I would have been like, dude, I just saved you so much money for real. And you just told me how much how high the market is right now, and you're making bank on these cows. <laughs> you're really gonna and meanwhile, like I just I just had to go through all this shit and bury two mules and some dude that I just became friends with. <laughs> which they never even bring up they don't even talk about that uh so anyway then they get back home and everything's fucking great and and uh mitch runs up to his little jake gyllenhaal and oh so adorable the girl, little baby jake gyllenhaal little baby gyllenhaal and um then his buddy says hey next year the north pole and so that i was like why didn't they do that for city slickers too i would have loved different terrains they could have had a whole franchise they could have had city slickers peru and just been like oh shit they're lost lost in peru you know yeah num- number uh, two has nothing to do with antarctica yeah it's just back to horses but uh and i do honestly i'm not gonna lie i i, I will probably watch city slickers too now i don't own it but i'll probably watch it if i 
if I find it. Because why not? It... Um, yeah. And then uh, Daniel Stern winds up with the lady because I guess so. Sure. Cause... Even he shrugs at the camera after. <laughs> Just so you know, City Slickers 2, The Legend of Curly's Gold came out two is years that... is... two years later in 1994. That's the name of it? Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. One year after their first Western adventure, Mitch Robbins and his friends discover a treasure map that belonged to the late trail guide, Curly, and they set out to discover its secrets. God, that's incredible. Right? It's so good. These movies are awesome. I was super stoked because I've had this movie for a while and I've I've just not watched it. Because, let's be honest, there's a gajillion movies out there I want to watch. Right. I can't watch all of them. Can't watch all of them. But I was super stoked when... P, was it PGH? What is, what is his name? Uh, PGH Retro. I'll have to yeah. add that little part out. I was super stoked when PGH Retro recommended this for us to watch. And I was like, yes, this has to happen. And I was even more stoked that you had never seen it. I love watching movies where one of us hasn't seen the movie. It's a great way to do it. It is. I mean, it is fun when we watch the movies that we both have already seen and we just talk about them. But yeah. it's more enjoyable, I think, sometimes, to, like when we just one of us is flying blind. Yeah, and if neither of us has seen it, well, then it's a shot in the dark. It might not even be good. We had that with uh, DC Cab, where you didn't even watch it, but I watched it, and I was like, "This isn't even worth talking about." You were, you were like, "Nope, don't do it." And I was like, "Okie dokie." Yeah, I was like let's not watch this movie. It's not that good. But I think maybe we should do City Slickers two next week. I don't have City Slickers two. There's got to be a way to find it. Uh, well, maybe. Well, if y'all will find out what we do next week. Yeah, we'll figure. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll let you know. We'll let you know. We might have to dip into City Slickers later in the year, but for sure. Yeah. But what would you get out of five? What do you give City Slickers? Oh, out of five, I'll give it a. Uh, I'll give it a three. I'll give it a solid three, like the upper half. I like it. I I, yeah. I gave it four out of five. Four to five. You really like this movie. So basically, the way my scale works is one hated it never watching it again right two mm-hmm. hated it but you know or didn't hate it but not ever going to watch it again right mm-hmm. three is liked it but won't watch it again four is liked it will watch it again and five loved it will recommend it to anybody okay i like that so like i got a, four I got a for three me, finger scale okay so I guess. four for me means i'm going to i'm going to watch it again Right and, right and recommend it. So, yeah, I gave it four. I like this movie because it just brought up a bunch of childhood memories. And uh, yeah, see, I go by the three finger scale. There's there's good good, there's good bad, and there's bad bad. Those are those are the three. And this was this was good bad. This was right in the middle. So this would be a this would be a middle one. Gotcha. Uh, but that's a real that's a real layman. That's a basic. That's the basic rating system. And then yeah, out of five, definitely gonna go with a three because it is above average. I liked this movie. This was good. Excellent. Thanks, PGH. Yeah. And guys, give us some more recommendations. We love doing it. It's super fun to have movies that were not even on our radar to watch. So, yeah. Um, as always, guys, we are the guys behind the counter. If you have any comments, concerns, questions, hit us up on Instagram at behind the counter podcast or on Gmail at behind the counter podcast. Um, and just let us know what you think, what you like, what you didn't. Uh, if you want us to watch something, give us some love. We always enjoy it. Later.